everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From page six to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine, everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. I'm Dax Holt, joined by my party animal friend, Adam Glenn. How are you, sir? Party animal. That's what I'm party all about. I'm, I'm, the, I'm today's Pauly Shore. Ow, buddy. It's, uh, <laughs> I welcome to party. I'm a party animal, dude. Um, I go on the, I'm the guy who walks in the party and everyone thinks I have Adderall. So they're like, Hey, go up to that guy. He'll be the one to keep you awake, you know? And then shocker. Cause you do, Woo! <laughs> but I don't have, a, I have like five milligram. It's not too bad. You know, what's so oh, funny dude. about Adderall. Can I, can I tell you, I mean, welcome yes, to the Hollywood podcast, by the way, Adderall. we're going to get back into Adderall. We're going to get back into Adderall. However, welcome to the Hollywood raw podcast. My name is Adam Glenn. Hi, Dax. How are you? That's Dax Holt, um, <laughs> where we like to say we humanize Hollywood. We talk about it's not even Hollywood secrets. It's more of like telling you what really goes on, what you don't hear on extra access Hollywood. It's not all glitz and glamour. It is a, it is show business, but we talk about the the drugs that keep Hollywood actually going. Um, the ones that we can't say. <laughs> yeah, we exactly. Can't but Adderall, it, yeah, we. Ozempic, Ozempic, which if you're a new listener, you don't know what we're talking about. Old listeners, they know we we are start we're starting to figure out how to pronounce these words. Adderall is the drug that it's a weird drug. Obviously, you know people are familiar with Adderall. It's a prescription drug. It's given to a lot of children, like Ritalin and stuff like that. Dax, did you know Adderall is the secret drug in all like broadcast rooms and like newsrooms around the no. world? Is so that, that's what's keeping people up and keeping people going or what? So that's how a lot of these, you know, it's not spoke about. It's like the drug that's not spoken about, but it is a little bit of a, um, it's on their minds. It's, it's like, don't ask, don't tell. But a lot, apparently, allegedly, and I, I don't know, I know this from talking to different news broadcasters in very huge rooms that a lot of the biggest broadcasters that, you know, take Adderall. And so the way they're able to a stay awake and alert that early in the morning B, get to kind of know their scripts and just be like on top of stuff. I mean, obviously you could say, oh no, we just drink a lot of coffee, but you know, there's only so much caffeine you can have. You need a little bit extra tea. So it's like the secret drug that like when it comes to human resources, they, they're, they're, they know it's there, but they don't bring it up too much. And because it kind of keeps, it, it keeps these people good. It keeps them on their toes. And if you take an Adderall, you kind of know what I'm talking about. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty wild. It's it's one so, of those things. So it's like o- the- Ozempic is keeping them skinny, and Adderall's keeping them on on their shit. Adderall actually keeps you skinny too because you lose your <laughs> appetite. So um, you can talk to Dave Pornoy about that one. It's way it's the reason why he's gotten pretty skinny. But Adderall is what keeps these people to memorize their scripts and also be so on top of their stuff. I feel like I'm working with a disadvantage without popping some <laughs> of this stuff. You know what? So- <laughs> I gotta remember my shit the old fashioned way, just with my lazy ass brain. So I have actually taken Adderall before. I don't take it. Believe it or not, I'm actually on natural caffeine. I don't even drink coffee, really. It's uh, I'll have it like once in a blue moon. But I've taken Adderall before, and if you've never taken it, 
probably don't take it. This is not like a PSA for it. Like I'm not, the, this is going to sound like such a testimonial. Yeah. This is not a testimony for Adderall, but I've taken, I was out with some friends one uh, weekend. We were away and my friends were partying. They were like drinking nonstop and they were like literally drinking like they were drinking like animals and then they're able to like not sleep, wake up the next day and just drink. I'm like, this is crazy. Like day two in, I'm like, what are you guys doing? They're like, Oh, we're on Adderall. And I was finally like, you know what? Let me try it. And they gave me some milligram. I don't know what it was. And I took it. And next thing you know, we're in the bar. I was like the guy in the bar. Like I was talking to everyone, the bartender, everyone was like, who is this guy? I was so charismatic. Like I was interested in people's conversations. I was talkative. I was nice. I was charming. And I was like, I, I could see how people could get hooked on it. But, but that was also your view of the situation. Everyone else was like, this drunk mofo over here looking like a fool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what but is also, he on? It's hard to get drunk on Adderall. It kind of, uh, I mean, back to, what are we talking about? But if you've know. taken Where Adderall, gone? I know, but it's like the drug and parties and stuff like that. And it kind of, it actually allows you not to get drunk in a way. So you could drink pretty well, but you feel alert and well. But, but don't take it as the moral of his story. Yeah, if you want don't to try it, it dabble, but that's all right. Don't no, yeah, don't try it. No, don't, don't do try it. it. Don't, don't let your children it. do it. <laughs> oh man, what a way right. to get well, into the podcast today, no guys! No kidding. The whole point of this podcast today was supposed to be like talking about epic parties and stuff because obviously Vanity Fair party was this uh, past weekend after the Oscars. It is kind of the party to go to. Everyone. Uh, you know, covets this party, but apparently this year Adam's got some details that we need to talk about, about why it wasn't the greatest party ever. And then we're going to get into some of the parties that we've been to because we started talking about like, I've got some fun stories that of parties that I've been to that I'm just kind of like walking around the room like, how the hell did I get in here? And then I know Adam has some as well. So we'll get into those. But let me read a couple reviews real fast before we kind of jump into the podcast. Per usual, give a little shout out to some people that took some time to go to Apple Scroll down to our page and uh, leave us a review. All right. This one comes from Borgmom, and it says, Miss Wanda, Redondo Beach, California, five stars. I've always had an interest in pop culture. Your podcast is packed with content I like. You also have easy reply, uh, replies with each other. It's fun to listen. I even got my husband listening. Keep up the good work and keep your, fan, keep your fans informed. I'm in the Facebook group, too, and you are right. It is uh, fun to read and ask questions. Thanks, says Miss Wanda. Love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you, and thank Wanda you for joining uh, uh, our Facebook group off the record. It was off, it was off the chain this week. I was having fun chatting with everyone. Yeah, leaving yeah. Lots of comments of Oscar stuff. It was good. All right. One more. This one comes from LMSMK25. A new fan is the title and five stars. This isn't my normal genre for podcasts because I really don't follow Hollywood gossip. But... I need some lighthearted listening sometimes where I don't have to think too hard and also can stay up to date. So I'm not the only one who doesn't know what's happening. The podcast is really fun to listen to and gives me all the current social news. Very enjoyable. Well, that is what we strive for. We don't want yeah. you to think too hard. We just want to give it to you straight. <laughs> yeah, LMSMK25. Thank you so much, guys. Keep the reviews coming. It's the best thing to do to support us. Um, we are not going to really get into the Oscars too much because it's a few days after and you guys probably did not see all these movies just like us. Uh, Dude, can I tell you, I had I didn't watch everything everywhere all at once. So 90% of the show, I was like, what the hell is happening? Like when their music performance came on and the dude with the like dildo fingers was out there singing. I'm like, what? 
I, I don't understand this movie. I don't know why it's winning every award. Like, I can't relate to, like, 90% of this telecast right now. Yeah. Did I, you see the movie? No, I didn't see any. Of, I didn't even see Top Gun, which is the movie that you would expect us to probably see as bros. But uh, I did not see any of these movies. I did. Obviously, I was familiar with the Brendan Fraser movie. Um, You heard a did lot you, about that from last year. You saw Whale? The, I did not see Whale. The only movie I saw was Elvis. Um, And I felt like... Obviously, the kid, the guy was, uh, what's his name? The guy, um, uh, Austin Butler. Austin Butler. He's like been, he's been doing, he's been lobbying, I guess, in any way possible and like on campaign to get the Academy Award for the past year for this movie. I think we're like sick of it. Like, all right, we're like, we need an Austin Butler break for the past year because he's been campaigning so hard. And granted, he was great, but. It was just getting gross to a certain point, but I did not see any of these movies. And I used to look forward to the Oscars. I still do because I find them very, um, I find it very uh, inspirational in a way, you know, to see like a lot of these people, like, like their, their dream. Like it's, it's cool to see, even though I didn't see any of these movies and I used to love the films, but this past year I didn't see any of the films. There was just no excitement for me. The only big takeaway, obviously from the Oscars, you know, which I can't stop watching clips one was our what's how do you pronounce his name le the, the kid from goonies i always say him data no from goonies le Hui Quan, whatever um again i can't say it was epic so i'm not gonna be able to say this guy's name but i was ex so excited to see him up there and it seemed i just know his backstory and i'm such a fan of indiana jones temple of doom and goonies those are two huge movies of my childhood and to know his little bit struggle in the industry and the business, but for him to come back and win an award like that. And he just was so excited and grateful. And it was just so nice to see, you know, with him and Harrison Ford, because he was such a great actor and he did struggle in the, in the industry for a long time, you know, and which is not easy and he never gave up. And it was just so nice to see. Um, I know you posted something about it in the off the record Facebook group, but that was the only part that really like it, it really got to me. Yeah, that was cool. I, uh, that reunion, you just seeing how excited he was on stage to get the award from Harrison Ford. Like, that was so freaking cool. It was a different, like, excitement from, like, remember when the guy from Life is Beautiful, which was a great movie when he won the award? Like, was it he was the one different... that kissed Halle Berry or whatever? Might have been. Yes. Yeah, him. I've, and we never heard from that guy again. I don't know. Is he still around? Um, <laughs> you know, he was, that was a great movie and he was great in it. But it was like, this was just, I don't know, for somebody. This guy, La Hoi Quan, I keep forgetting. I'll just call him Data from Goonies, but like he was a big part of my childhood and I loved him. And I remember him doing an interview. It was like, I thought everyone forgot about me. I was like, dude, I never forgot about you. Like, I would love to meet you. Like, I get more excited if you told me like he was on one side of the street and uh, I don't know, Austin, Austin Butler, whatever his name is, is, uh, is on the other side of the street, I'd go to him. And this is before the academies because I was just such a fan of this guy. Like I he That's was a, a big lie. Of... That is a lie. Adam. No, I'm you telling would... you, I would. I would Austin would would make you money right now. Well, given now he's the Oscar winner. So going to that side would be smart. But two months ago, four months ago, two years ago, Austin would have been the one that gets you the money on that on that video. Yeah, but you know what? I think more people would be We've heard his story. How many interviews have we seen with Austin Butler this past year of him doing the same accent? He's just so cool. He's like a new James Dean. Or this guy was just – there's more interesting stuff to hear about. Like I, yeah. we haven't heard him talk. And um, I think for me, for my listeners or my um, viewers on YouTube of my content, they would actually love to hear him more. But here's the thing um, that a lot of people didn't see 
is, you know, we're on, I'm on the East Coast, you're on the West Coast. So it goes on at 8 o'clock my time, 5 p.m. your time is when the Academy Awards starts. After the award show, there's a lot of after parties. There's Guy O'Siri, who's a big uh, Madonna's manager. He's um, He throws like an epic, very exclusive after party. One of the other after parties is the Vanity Fair after party. And that's where you're seeing a lot of red carpet photos. You're seeing tons of celebrities on that. It's a very, or should I say, used to be in a very exclusive party. Now, yeah, it's it's like, so I can tell you who went this year, just in case sure. you didn't actually look at photos. But um Megan Thee Stallion was there. We had um, what's Ruth? What's her name from um, Ozark? Oh man, Julia uh, Gardner. Yeah, Julia Gardner that's was cool there. Uh, Russell Wilson and um, why oh, can't I Sierra. think anyone's yeah, and Sierra? I'm, I'm like trying to rack my brain thinking of everyone that I saw there. Andrew Garfield went. Uh, Sarah Paulson was there. John Legend and Chrissy Teigen went. Whatever. Emily Ratajkowski. Everyone. Yeah. It's, it's Huge the party names. to go to. Always the party to go to. Huge names to go. Very big photo op. They do it very well. I mean, it's a, I've never been, but um, it's a very, very big party. Now, I did talk to, you know, believe it or not, I think Dax and I get a lot of stories from celebrities themselves, you know, and they help us out with stories. I'm like, hey, listen, you got any deets about the story, uh, about, about like events or something that you notice stuff going on? So from the two celebrities I spoke to, and actually these are two celebrities that are actually fans of the podcast. And yeah, that's um, right. Yes, we do have some fans of the podcast that are uh, in, in the Four game. Four of them, showbiz. but they're they're good. Yeah, shout out to you, Brad Pitt. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I talked to celebrities the next morning. I'm like, hey man, anything you noticed about the um, the party or anything like that? This is kind of cool. This is kind of interesting. It's kind of wild. So they're like, yeah, the party was like kind of odd. And I go, what do you mean? They said. Well, you notice when you went to the party that there was a lot of people not in the industry there. And I go, what do you mean? They're like, you just felt a weird type of energy. Like there's a lot of people that weren't in the industry that were at this party. And this party is like usually these are a party you go to every year. You kind of look forward to it. It's very exciting. You get dressed up. You get dialed up to go to this party and see and connect a lot of people. But you felt like a lot of people in the room weren't supposed to be there. They weren't even in the industry. And I go, well, tell me more. And they said, well. Wherever you went around the party, there's people asking you for selfies, random people asking you for selfies. That's weird. This is this is a party where all it is is A-list stars. So, like, they don't take a lot of selfies because no one wants to be bothered with selfies. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. So, like, that does sound really weird. So, I looked into this more, and the, I asked the other person, and they said the same thing. They're like, you know what? You're right. Like, there was a lot of people asking me for photos, and... Uh, it was str- like wherever you went, people asking you for photos and selfies and you can't really say no because it's awkward and it's like you're just like you can't say no and just keep walking. You're at a, you're at a party and you also don't want to seem like a di- it's, it's just a very uncomfortable type thing. And especially when you're trying to like, you know, celebrities need to network with each other a little bit. You know, they want to see a celebrity talk to them and then someone says, hey, excuse me, can I get a photo with you? Like it kind of throws off the vibe or the connection or they're, they're you know, it's you're trying to make moves there. Um so there was a lot of that going on. A lot of people just like, and what I, so afterwards I called a friend of mine and a friend of mine is a high end ticket broker and has a very, very uh, wealthy clientele. Now the wealthy, you know, they don't want to just go to a Drake concert. You know, I've known this from speaking to him. He's a close friend of mine. Wealthy people don't want to just go to a Drake concert. They want to see Drake during sound check and meet him. They don't want to just go see, they don't want to, they want to go to, 
Fallon, but they want to go for the episode like, oh, we want to go when Michelle Obama's on. They want to go for a taping of SNL when Miley Cyrus is the host. They want to go see Paul McCartney during soundcheck. Like they have very um, extreme requests. They want to go to the Super Bowl, but they want to have field passes for the game before the game. You know, they want that photo op there. You know, money's not an option to them. He said to me that he sold two tickets to the Academy Awards for fifty thousand dollars to the now, academy people, awards or to the vanity to the, fair party well this was to the academy awards oh, and actually sure. i know this because i've been asked before in the in the past to go where this was a few years ago someone offered me or i i would have got a cut of it two tickets to the academy awards the seats could be anywhere and there were thirty thousand dollars each for the Jeez. tickets and I couldn't find anyone. They're like, listen, can you get someone in? They'll pay $30,000 each for two tickets. They, the seats could be anywhere. I was like, fuck, $30,000. So I tried to see what I could do. to, And I don't know where the money goes. I tried to ask around if I had any hookups to get two people into the Academy Awards. I wasn't able to make it work. But then I asked him about the Academy Awards. I'm sorry, about the Vanity Fair party. And he had two people that paid $40,000 total. For the two people, so they paid forty thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars each to just go into the party. And he was like, "Yeah, it's very like they don't advertise because they don't want it to, um, like they don't want it. They don't want to that. Out. They don't want that out yeah, there. They don't it, want to get out there. It takes away the exclusiveness of the party. When exactly. The only way to get in is normally being in the industry or being a you know being invited. Yeah, it's like going to the Met Gala. If you could just." buy a bunch of tickets as a regular person then like what makes it so exciting nothing exactly so like yeah he's two people paid forty thousand dollars just to go to the party now the here's the question that i don't know the answer to well wh who does that forty thousand dollars go to does it go to vanity fair does it go to some shady publicists well, or producers behind the back who's selling them like if vanity fair is straight up selling them that's one thing but if it's like a side deal of someone selling off their tickets i guess that's another yeah, that's the part I don't know, and I think it's kind of crazy. Like, it's not, it's still a thing where you need to know someone, but if you know the right people, money speaks. So it's like, hey, listen, they're well, they're willing to pay, you know, this amount of money to kind of go to the award show. Forty? Would you pay Dax forty thousand dollars to go to the Vanity Fair party? I'm sorry, twenty thousand dollars for you if you had what the money. Do you think my oh if i had the money that's a different story <laughs> i i thought you meant like in my current situation <laughs> yeah well you do and drive like, a tesla would that. you pay 200 would you pay 200 250 dollars to go to the, the vanity fair party 250 dollars yeah i'd pay 250 dollars to go to the party. <laughs> you snake i uh i would go there but i would pay i don't think it'd be hard for me even stomach pain 500 I'd pay five hundred. I don't think I'd pay a thousand to go to the yeah, Vanity Fair party because like I can make the stories. money back from cell phone yeah. videos. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, think, I think you'd come out of there with a lot of stories and content. And I mean, I, I this kind of goes into what we were talking about. Is we've been to a lot of fun stories, but to be able to say you got to go to a Vanity Fair after Oscar party, that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. You get to wear the tux and maybe you could, you know, if you go to these red carpets, there's always like some after the red carpet's sort of done. There's always like all the regular folks kind of jump on. And they take that photo like, oh, on the red carpet. But I'm like, mm -hmm. you were on it when they're kind of closing it off. Like you're on it when they're turning the lights off. You're like, hey, can I get a photo real quick? I mean, I've done that, too. And I take stupid photos of me like laying down on the red carpet. Like that's how I've been posing. But you take when the photographers sort of leave. But I would pay I would, you know, I would pay a, a would, would much, you be but, yeah. would you be the guy who's asking for selfies? I would do it 
if I saw them like stand there and just like being good to other people mm -hmm. or if I was like a huge fan, but I would also go there and talk to them first and then potentially ask for the photo because if I'm asking for the photo, it's someone I'm usually a fan of. Mm -hmm. And for me personally, I don't know about you. And I, again, I've met a lot of celebrities. I love to tell people who I'm a real fan of that I'm a real fan of them and tell them why and how much they meant you know, to like, me. Yeah, you and the other 16 people that said the same damn thing to me. No, tonight. dude. So I, I've noticed with a lot of these people, people just walk up to them and say, hey, can I get a photo with you? And it's just like, why? Is it just for Instagram? But I love to go to people and tell them how much I'm a fan of them and like how much I appreciate the work. Like, for example, if I saw the data from Goonies, uh, K. Huai Kwan, mm -hmm. like I would love to talk to him first before I ask him for the photo because I want to let him know how much I appreciate his work in the past and how much I thought it was so cool, how much it inspired me a little bit to see him at the Academy Awards. And I, like, I want him to feel like how much, like I was excited for him. I'm sure everyone's saying that to him, but like it was, it didn't mean a lot to me to see him there, but I would so, ask for a few photos. Uh, it depends. I would go nuts probably. <laughs> <laughs> I would ask for photos. Like seeing that like Megan Fox was there, Gigi Hadid, I think, did Bieber go this year? I don't know. I think Bieber went actually, either. and apparently he was wearing like a blanket. Like people were kind of turned off. It's actually it's funny you said Bieber. The celebrity I talked to, I was like, so who'd you see there? And they mentioned some of the people they saw, and they're like, they they said that uh, I did see Bieber and his blanket, and Bieber came like wearing some like weird outfit. We're like, uh, you're, it's it was a little too forced. It wasn't like like come on, dude. Like everyone else is wearing tuxes and kind of normal. You kind of do the same. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, though, it changes. Not, I want to come back to the parties and stuff. But did you see the one thing during the Oscars of that girl? I don't know the, the girl's name. Dress. How annoying. I would be so I, upset for the people sitting be behind so that. And someone should have so called her out on that. Like that was un. that was not cool. That's not nice. Like it's like one thing you want over the red carpet, but eventually you have to take that off. Like, it, And maybe like, she like didn't even realize pull, how stupid that was. No, she knew. But like. You just pull it down or something because I would be so annoyed sitting right behind her. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, we're at the Oscars right now, and all I see is a giant white dress in front of me. Yeah, yeah not, not cool. It so was basically, to, she had an umbrella open. Yeah. So back to the Vanity Fair party, I was I was told it was fine. It was chill. It was like fun for a little bit, but most people weren't there long. They were there for, was, you know, an most hour people and a literally half, go. Most people go for the red carpet because yeah. that red carpet is so widely covered and everyone knows that that is where you go. You rock your fashion. You're going to be on every website the next day. So like it's more of a red carpet thing. Like I've seen people literally walk the red carpet, get back in their car and leave. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen that for a lot of awards, um, you know, even like movie premieres. You know, you think it's it's funny how many movie premieres you see a celebrity walk the red carpet they do the announcement, like they introduce the movie, and then they go to dinner when the movie's playing, and then they just go to the after party. It's actually yep. majority of the time you see celebrities do that. Like they, and people don't know that the celebrity comes in, does the red carpet, they'll introduce the movie for the um, you know premiere, and then they leave and go to dinner, and then they just go to the after party for a little bit. But for this party, most people they're only there for a little bit, and then you know obviously the cool crowd goes to the other party, which is Gaio Siri, where there's no media, there's no press. It's more of like. This is legit. And he's known he's made this party like infamous. In yeah, there was one year when I had covered um, the Vanity Fair party. Afterwards, there was a massive party up in the Hollywood Hills. Is that like, Guy Series party or? Uh, I don't think it was Guy Series. This was years ago. Uh, but they had it like the old Merv Griffith house that um, mm -hmm. kind of overlooks Sunset Boulevard. It's this really like famous house. Yeah. And 
everyone was going up there. No one really knew about it. So I don't remember how we, if we got tipped off or what, but went up there and it was like, you could see everyone walking like Jennifer Aniston, the Olsen twins, um, freaking everyone was walking into this party. I was not, I was outside, <laughs> uh, but it was like the biggest party. And you know, there was no red carpet. There was no nothing. It was just to go hang out and be around other like super big celebs. Yeah. Two last things about the Academy Awards, by the way, everyone's talking about the, obviously the, the Hugh Grant situation. I just don't like when they bring celebrities to kind of do red carpets. Like, I don't think Ashley, what's the girl's name? The actress, Ashley, the, Graham. Ashley Graham. I don't think Ashley Graham should have been doing it. I mean, that's me personally. And I don't think Vanessa Hudge, it's just not fun for me. I like to see when like a real person, because they think anybody Are you just salty. You didn't get an invite. No, because I'm never going to be able, I'll be the guy the, again. If they put me in the red carpet, I'll be at the end wearing fucking sweatpants and uh, backwards <laughs> hat. But uh, I just don't, you know, Hugh Grant was a dick, but I just I don't want to see Ashley Graham doing. I don't want to see Vanessa Hudgens. I don't think doing she did a bad job. I mean, uh, people were giving her a hard time. I don't think she did a bad job. People don't realize how hard it is to do a red carpet. Um, but he was like, he was, he was being a dick. He was yeah. rude. Like, he was. Uh... Why? Why stop if you're just going to trash their questions, not answer stuff? Like, just don't stop. Keep going. Say you're not in the mood today. But like, yeah. don't stop and then make the interviewer feel awkward and dodge questions and like make their questions sound dumb. Like, that's not cool. Yeah, but I'm used to that. Listen, if, if I <laughs> if I got a doctor, everyone thinks my questions are dumb. I'm like, listen, I am. My question was not dumb. Did they serve food on set? That's a good question. What did they serve? I'm fucking poor. Give me a fucking. Give me. Um. What was the best party you've been to? Okay, we got to get into this because this was not supposed to be an Oscar episode. We were supposed know, to talk about dope parties we've been to. So, like, what what is the coolest party you've the been to? The best party I went into, and I I kind of snuck my way in, but then it was dope. And then they realized I snuck in, but like they're like he could hang. Um, there's a few. All right, there's a few. The coolest party I've been to, obviously, was probably Fanatics, which is the big brand owned by Michael Rubin. Their mm -hmm. Super Bowl party in Miami, and uh, the coolest part about the, the the cool thing about that party was. It was on the beach, but it was like very private and it wasn't too big, but it was tight. The food was incredible. The food was incredible and it was in the end. But then they had Migos and Post Malone perform, but it wasn't like sectioned off. So everyone had to hang together. And I mean, everyone was there from Jay-Z to Aaron Judge to, you know, Emily Ratchkowski to, I mean, there's so many people there and they're all over, you know, right behind me was like Mark Cuban and, you know, your boy. And it was like hanging out with Mark Cuban. Like we were me, like we were like dancing to post Malone together. And the cool part about is about this party was they gave this was right after Kobe Bryant passed away. I mean, which is like, oh, that's cool. No, that's not. But the cool part was they gave everyone Kobe Bryant jerseys. So it was like it was like Halloween where everyone wore Kobe Bryant jerseys and yeah. we all like bonded together. And it was just like a very cool crowd. It wasn't corporate, it was just like a good vibe. And then eventually the party got bigger and um it's not as good anymore. In fact, they didn't even let me in this past year. <laughs> like they were like, they made it a point. You cannot come into this party, which was so fucked up. Um, but I'm, so I would say that was the coolest party. Um, the other cool, I mean, I, the Super Bowl party is always fun. Like this past mm -hmm. year, I went to a party where they gave me a quarter ounce of weed. Like they like just gave you everyone weed. It was crazy to walk out of a party with so much weed. I was like, Dude, this is insane. Like I have like yeah. $200 worth of weed. Um, but here's a wild story. When, before I really got into the business, I had a 
I went to this. This is a wild stack. You ready for this? I'll your audience. I'm ready. Buckling up. All right. So, oh my God, I can't believe I'm telling this. Um, I went before I really got involved in the business. This was probably about 15 years ago. I got asked to help out by a PR company for this NFL event. It was a it was a Michael Strahan. This is before Michael Strahan became the Michael Strahan. He had this charity event, and what it was was they had all the football players staying at Tau Uptown in New York City. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, they stayed at the Four Seasons, and then they had an event at Tau Restaurant, and Bon Jovi was performing in the restaurant. And it wasn't a big party at all. Like crazy, they had Bon Jovi perform at Tau in the restaurant. So the publicists were female publicists. They didn't know who any of these football players was. So what I was supposed to do is bring the football players and like kind of hand deliver them like, hey, I'm going to walk them from the hotel to the restaurant because I could recognize who they were. Now, there was a lot of this is like my first time meeting a lot of these football players and I'm a huge fan. And one of these football players, like I was a huge fan. I had his jersey and I walked the football player from the hotel to the restaurant. Then afterwards, I walked him from the restaurant back to the hotel and I'm in the elevator. This is a true story, Dax. Ready for this? I'm in the, in the elevator with this guy who I'm a huge fan of and he's with a girl and he is like wasted and he's getting frisky with the girl, like getting really touchy. They're making out. I'm in the elevator, bringing them to the after party in the suite of the four seasons where like this is like the after party in a suite, the four seasons. We're in the elevator. And he's got his hand up the girl's skirt and he's using his hand on her. And, mm-hmm. you know, pretty wild to see your favorite football player. Jeez. I mean, I don't, I don't want to get too gross, but being graphic. Well, we we got it. You doing. don't have to explain it anymore. We're on the but same page. I'm like, page. holy shit. I have this guy's jersey at home and he's using his hand on a girl in an elevator. It's just the three of us in the elevator. I'm like, oh my God, this is so <laughs> unique. And we got up to the suite, <laughs> unique of all words to describe. <laughs> and we went up to the after party and it was like Bon Jovi, a bunch of NFL players and like women. And I just like, it was like a fly on the wall, like. I I'm young at I'm in my twenties. I'm like my friends. I'm I am not supposed to be here, but I'm not gonna bring. I'm just like a fly in the wall, just like taking the free drinks, eating the free food, like and just making sure no one questions why I'm here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty wild. That might have been the most weirdest, craziest after party or that I've been to. Yeah. What about you? What you've been to some cool parties? I've been to some fun parties. I mean, I've been to a couple of like celeb weddings, which were fun. Like I was at Ice T and Coco's wedding. I was at Danielle Fischel's wedding. Um, do wait, Daniel official. That's Topanga from yes, uh, Boy Topanga Meets World. Boy Meets World. That's and pretty like, cool. Yep. And then uh, that one was fun. That was, and it was beautiful. Like they did such a good job on that wedding. And um, so that one was really cool. Nothing like amazing moments to tell you. Like behind the scenes, it was just a really pretty, pretty wedding. Both of well, them. I mean, I see Coco. Hold on. Was there a lot of celebrities at Daniel Fishel's wedding? Uh, there, there was a bunch of cast from Boy Meets World that was okay. there. Um, what, what's his name? What's the uh, Ben Savage? Ben Savage Sa- was there. Yeah, Ben Savage. Uh, Fred. Fred Savage is from Wonder Years. Ben Savage is from Boy Meets World. Yes, Ben Savage was there, and then like, yeah, you just see a bunch of the cast members from Boy Meets World. Um, so that one was cool. Um, but Ice T and Coco's wedding, that one was fun. I think I've talked about that one on, once or twice on here, and just how it was like Flava Flav and Snoop, and then Dax Holt. <laughs> <laughs> So when you're at a wedding like that, can you ask for selfies there? 
I mean, I got a photo with Coco. Uh, okay. My wife and I did. Um, but if you went up to I, Snoop, can you get a photo with Snoop or is it weird? You know, it didn't feel right. Like it felt like like it just didn't feel like the moment to go and like start asking for selfies, even though it probably would have been totally cool. But I like didn't want to be that guy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like everyone's having fun. They're dancing. They're on the dance floor. They're like all that. We're doing toast for iced tea and cocoa. But then for me to be like, hey, Snoop, can I get a photo? I just felt like awkward yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. no one was doing that there uh but it was at the the what is that the the w in hollywood wait ice cream cocoa yeah uh the w in hollywood so that's like right near rodeo drive right that one it's uh, it's right on like hollywood boulevard and it's like right on hollywood boulevard kind of over by the freeway by the 101 kind of like near the netflix building and stuff yeah yeah yeah. so down there so but it's like totally it's not like crazy you just go upstairs and there's a ballroom and so but they were definitely guarding the doors making sure no one was coming in that wasn't supposed to be there um they did have camera crews because you remember they were filming their reality show at that time yeah so when you so go to they, a wedding like that do they check is there like a security thing or what do they yeah do yeah no like they got to they make sure that you are supposed to be there especially because you've got a lot of like big rappers coming in and out and uh so they definitely checked you down made sure you're on the list showed id the whole thing interesting yeah yeah i've never been to a celebrity wedding um yeah that's pretty cool though did they have so, like the photo booth or is that before the photo booths were in our weddings i think it was before photo booths i don't remember <laughs> that being there i remember the food was good they had a bunch of like hors d'oeuvres going around it wasn't like a sit down type situation it was more like just party situation yeah or like you got go, a good question know. for you though yeah you bring a gift yeah, yeah. I brought a gift. I don't remember what the hell I brought. Do you but know, I was, it, was it money or was it like a gift gift? Oh, God. I almost want to ask my wife what the hell we brought. We definitely <laughs> took something. Because you're like, how do I... You know what I think it was? And I'm trying to remember. I almost want to think it was like a donation to something. of it. Like, I think they asked and like, in lieu of gifts, bring a donation for some charity or something. So I think that's what we did. Because I remember we rolled in with an envelope, but I don't remember what was in the envelope. And I don't think we got them like a gift card to Cracker Barrel. So <laughs> yeah. I think it was yeah. probably something to like donate to a charity or something. Um, but that, that that wedding was just really fun. It stands out in my mind. But like in regards to like party, when I think about fun times, I went to the VH1 like Rock Honor show. Do you remember when they used to have those? Yeah. So back in like 2006, I think it was, Bam Margera was hosting the show, but they gave us all access. So we were hanging out backstage. Who's we? Like so how'd you get in? So through TMZ. Okay. Um, Which you were, we were sort t- of not allowed to go, or were you allowed to go then? No, we were totally allowed to go. Like okay. VH1 was super chill with having us there. They gave us basically all access to the whole place. So it wasn't like just red carpet. They gave us uh, passes to their like, backstage green room where the real party was happening so like obviously there's a massive show with a huge audience going on they had zz top there heart genesis ozzy osbourne they had all these like bands performing but then backstage was just party room and so back there i saw like cameron diaz walking around that was when she was hooking up with chris angel do you remember and it was literally it was that show and backstage and I, there were photos of them hanging out in that room like 
two feet away from me that went like wild and got everyone talking about them being a couple. Um, Robin Williams was there. So I got to see Robin Williams up close and personal. Uh, yeah. That was pretty cool. Uh, Taylor Hawkins was there. Billy Bob Thornton. Jada Pinkett Smith was there. I mean, it was like a, a crazy part. And everyone was just like with just standing around drinking, having fun. And I, I didn't have I mean, it was just that was one of my first moments of really being like in the like Hollywood scene. And so I, I remember like Natasha Henstridge and I met her and Jillian Barbary. That was the first time I met Jillian Barbary, who we've had on the podcast before mm -hmm. the comedian. And so like I was just hanging out with all these people and drinking and having fun. But to see like an icon like Robin Williams 10 feet away from me was pretty fucking dope. And he was making everyone laugh and just have a good time. So that was really fun. Just stands out in my memory as like a cool party, even though it was more of a show and it was just like a backstage green room. It was a party in there. So with all the cool parties, are some of these parties, are they bad? Like, have you been to like some bad parties? Like, dude, I, I'm just going to go home. Or are they all just kind of cool? Or they're just an experience. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not like a big, I, I didn't I didn't go out that much, so I didn't go to a lot of bad parties. I'm sure I've been to bad parties and they're just not memorable. That's why I don't remember them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, the other like event that I went to that was really fun was did I ever tell you I got to see DJ M and Travis Barker like literally in a room with 20 people? No. What do you mean? They were playing like they're. Yeah. And it was like upst upstairs at like Pins Bowling Alley in um and I, I i think it was or it was right next door it was just this like tiny room they were performing together dude there was literally 20 people in there and i don't know how the hell i got in there and i was right next i was the first person up to the stage you know watching these two guys perform and it was obviously before the plane crash stuff and everything but it was when they were traveling around and i was i could touch i could reach out and literally touch travis barker on, on the drums Charles Barker, by the way, super nice guy. I've met him a few times. Very nice guy. DJ AM, you know, obviously he's no longer with us, but I'm not like a DJ guy. Maybe it was just mm -hmm. at that stage of my life, like I was going out to clubs more and I did see DJ AM do his thing. And it was, he was great. He was really good, was especially really with good. the newer DJ. It was just, it was, he made a really fun party because it wasn't like these like techno songs. Like he would play songs you like, but mix the beats with like other random beats. So it was always different. It was just really fun. I know there's guys who are pretty much doing the same thing that he did, but like DJ him, he just made a good party. Like he just made it fun and exciting. And uh, yeah, I remember seeing him in Atlantic City. He was, he was really cool. What about, <clears throat> sorry, when you go to these parties, have you gotten any cool free swag? I mean, obviously, I said not. I got a lot of free drugs. Was but was there any, like, the swag or anything? Um, so at, at one of the Emmy, the daytime Emmy after parties, uh, I got into the, like, the CBS after party because my buddy and your buddy, Brian McDaniels, um, he got it. He got you in? in? Yeah. Did he get was... everyone in or did he just get you in? Just a couple of us. <laughs> <laughs> so we were we were at the Emmys that year because we were nominated. TMZ was nominated for sure. a daytime Emmy. So, um, so yes, I would like to use, to always refer to me as Emmy nominated Dax Holt or Emmy losing Dax Holt. One yeah. of the two, please. Um, but we went to the CBS party and it was you know Sharon Osbourne and Juliana Rancic, just like whatever people in there. Uh, but when we left. They gave us a sick gift bag. Well, my wife was really excited because she had like a purse in there. It had wow. like all these like lotions and gift cards. And uh, 
just, I don't know, probably a thousand dollars worth of just free swag to take home, like jewelry and all kinds of stuff. Wow. Awesome. That's pretty cool. That's pretty insane. So that um, one was a fun one. But you know what? Honestly, one of the best gifting things that we ever got was I got her onto the Ellen Mother's Day show. So, so that's when, my, when they give out a ton of free stuff, right? Yes. So my oh wife was my pregnant God, with, our, that's so cool. with our daughter. And I was able to get her on that show because TMZ and Ellen were sure. sister shows. So I knew a bunch of people over there got her in. And we walked away with like crazy, like a whole, like a crib. What? Um, you got a uh, crib? We got a crib. We got all the what? sheets for the crib. We got oh my God. a uh, sleep number bed. We got, you got a sleep number bed. We got a sleep. Oh, Holy got nervous. shit! We got a uh, a mama Roo. Do you remember what one of those yeah. are? Those things that like, dude, are you bounce your baby? This is off one episode. Off one episode, we oh, got a. Oh my god! Do you remember there was a stroller at one point that was a a weird like electronic stroller which would like you'd push the button and it would like stand up or fold yes. down. We got Ooh. one of those. By the way, oh, we returned my. it. To I'm like bed orgasming bed. over here. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, that is insane. And by the way, with that like stroller thing, it was so dumb heavy that like we, my wife was like, I can't lift this in and out of the car. Like, there's no way that yeah. this is a functioning item that we were like, well, let's just try to see if Bed Bath & Beyond will take it back. They, we fucking returned it and got $1,000. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, I'm so mad got, I didn't take advantage of that. Got, I didn't even know about that. We got wow. we got a we got a, a Roomba. <gasps> and we also got a another one that was like a I think it was called a scuba, which would mop the floors. Oh my god. This whole yeah. episode is me. Oh my this is a two minutes of me just, oh my <gasps> that's incredible. It was the greatest so wait, thing you ever. Walked, when you went to that well when your wife did when she went to episode, did she just like Hey, bring the bring the car. We gotta dump a bunch of stuff in. Do they ship it to your house? Like, how does it work? Uh, they she brought a ton of stuff home, and then it was like <gasps> the uh, you know, like the sleep number. You gotta go. They give you like a gift card to go to the store and like pick it out and everything. So Man. you and yeah, are you still using that sleep number? Uh, we still have it. Yeah. <laughs> you say it so humbly. Like, yes, we still have it. Uh, we did. <laughs> Man, that is so cool. We did not that return is... that one. <laughs> that is so cool, man. Yeah. I was. Wow. That's crazy. It was that's the awesome. Best. Like, that was like the one thing. Like, it was worth all of it for that. It was so dope. You, you know, I'm so. I know, like, a lot of our audience, like, you're on social media and you see, like, the celebrity, like, the people at home or influencers open the box, like, oh, look what this brand sent me. And they open the box and they get a bunch of free shit. I always start to follow the brand because maybe they see I have a blue check mark and they're going to send me some stuff, <laughs> which they never do. Very, never do. very rarely do I get, like, some companies send me free stuff. But do you know what I do, Dex? Hmm. I go after when everyone goes after the cool brands to get free stuff. I go after the random brands. <laughs> like I go after like Olive Garden. I go after Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I go after like random fast food restaurants. No, and I you say, gotta go after smaller brands than that. Those are too big of brands. Well, I just uh, maybe I just thought who's reaching out to Olive Garden saying I want to be an influencer for you guys. They're dude for their bread rolls. People will do anything. 
but actually, Olive Garden did hook. They gave me one twenty-five dollar gift certificate for one post, um, which was like not worth it. But it was like, uh, I was just like, no, I'm going after all the random brands trying to get free shit out you, of them. You like, gotta like, go after the up and coming brands that are small that are looking for press. Don't go for a big brand. Oh, it's so mad. I get it's uh, man. I'm so hearing you talk about that. <laughs> Who knew a Mama Roo could get you so jealous? Dax, you've met a lot of celebrities. You know, over the years, I think you've been around. You've been in the obviously in the industry for way more than a decade. I, I haven't you know, met half as many as you have. What are you talking about? Yes, that is true. But <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've met a lot more. But like, who is someone you'd still love to meet? Dude, well, I mean, I've wanted to meet Oprah, your bestie over there. I've never met Oprah, and she is someone that I've always wanted to meet. I've always wanted to just pick her brain for 20 minutes just because I find her so fascinating and successful that she has been on my list of people I'd love to interview or chat with for a really long time. I've pink, you know, is always my favorite. I've had very small, quick interactions with her and it would be nice to have like a 30 minute sit down interview with her. I think would be really cool because everything has been like, I had like, three minutes with her at a red carpet. I um, saw her at another event. It was like just fast. So I'd like to chat with her. That'd be really dope. And you know yeah. what? I want to, I'm so mad. I don't have serious right now. Cause she was just on the Howard Stern show. And I just feel like I, I need to listen to that interview because he is such a good interviewer. And I feel like that interview is probably so dope. Yeah, Oprah, the cool thing about Oprah is when you meet Oprah, she gives you her time. Like, mm -hmm. you, when you meet her, she's like, she talks to you. It's not like she's, like, looking around the room, kind of like, she's very present, and she gives you, um, you know, you, you could feel like you met Oprah. I've met Oprah a bunch of times, and she's she's great. I've seen Pink. I never really met her. You know, I've seen her, I, but you're more of a Pink fan than I am, but I'm a new Pink fan. Like, I, I, I'm starting to understand why she's, she's so great. And then your third one was... Um, uh, you you said uh, Putin. Who was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said Vladimir Vladimir Putin. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, God. I don't know. It's so funny. Like people ask me all the time, like who do you really want to meet? And I've really met everyone. And you know, I've met There's presidents. Be someone though, right? It's always something random. Like I remember when I first met Jim Carrey, I was just like he was someone who I thought I'd never meet. And like, mm -hmm. and then I met him, and I was like, he was just—he was not even a real person to me. When I met him, I was just like blown away by him. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm actually meeting you. Um, you know, I never met Obama, but I honestly, I don't want to. I'm not even excited for Obama, and the reason is, is I think for just for I've met so many, not so many presidents. There's only so many presidents alive, but I never met Obama. But after kind of seeing a little bit about him of a person, I kind of not excited to meet him. And the reason I say that is like I was just talking about bill clinton on last week's episode you know we see bill clinton you just kind of if you stand in his distance he comes over and he says hello obama would never do that and it's not even a political thing obama's just he's just not a warm guy i mean and i'm not saying i don't care do about if they're left or right blue or red it's a, just he's not that warm do you think a part of that though is when you feel like you're getting pulled in so many directions everywhere you go you have to distance yourself from people a little bit you have to put up those walls no because I've I've met it, Jimmy me, Carter, I but I don't feel like I get that sense of from him. I don't feel like he's a cold person. 
Like, ah. there's other people that I'm like, eh, that are cold. I don't feel like that with Obama. Because he's a good actor. And I'm not saying it's this is not a political thing. Trust me, I'm not smart enough, as you could tell, to know blue or red, left or right. I don't care about that. I've met Jimmy Carter a bunch of times. Jimmy Carter is very is very similar to Bill Clinton, where if you're there, he'll come over to you and say hello. In fact, Jimmy Carter, when he was healthy, he would fly commercial. He'd fly Delta and fly commercial. When he would get on a plane, he obviously he'd have his security with him. But it was kind of cool when Jimmy Carter would get on a plane, he'd walk down the plane and shake everyone's hand. He would take selfie. Like he was just, he was, you know, he knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton, I don't think is a commercial uh, flight guy. However, he's approachable where like you can't approach him, but he will come to you. If you say, hey, Mr. Clinton, can I get a photo? He'll do that. I've not really been in um, near George W. Bush. I've seen him in a car drive by me and he was with his daughter and they, she pointed me out to him and he like waved to me and like made a funny face at me. I never, and that was kind of fun, but Obama, like the, the security, like you can't get close to Obama. And also uh, he doesn't like sign autographs. Like he's just not that guy. Um, well, maybe that will come with time. Cause you, you're talking about people who are president a long time ago and they've had time to, you know, chill. Well, if you're close to Trump, you know, and I know people who've been to the golf club where he's at, like Trump will stop and for you, like he'll sign over. He's yeah. Yeah. What? If, yeah. He likes getting his picture taken. Yeah. Trump stops. He does autographs like he's he. Yeah, he's good. He's good like that. And I'm, again, this is not a left or it's not a political thing. Obama is just not cool. He, did I ever tell you? So it's funny. I actually became f- friendly with the Secret mm-hmm. Service who used to work with the daughters for Obama. And remember the the one daughter used to work for Harvey Weinstein. Okay. Do you remember that? She was interning for Harvey yeah. Weinstein. I, oh, so daughters, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I do remember that. So one of the daughters used to um, intern for Harvey Weinstein. This is obviously when Harvey Weinstein was still, you know, what he was doing in the movie when industry. He was powerful. His office. It was powerful. It was right next to the Greenwich Hotel, and the Greenwich Hotel gets a lot of celebrities, and there's always paparazzi kind of outside the Greenwich Hotel. The Secret Service would stand outside because they were kind of working for security for her. And this was after Obama left. For a little bit, she had her own Secret Service or security with them. And they would always be curious. They would talk to us like, hey, you know, who are you guys waiting for today? And they're cool. And they we knew that they're working with the Obama, the, the daughter of o- Obama. And I kind of said to him, I was like, how is the daughter? And they're like, uh, she's not the coolest. And I go, what do you mean? Like, she parties. Like, you know what I mean? Party. She's young. She goes out. She, like, hangs out. But, like, she wasn't really the warmest to the security. But granted, she was young and she was, like, 18 years old. I probably would have been doing the same exact thing. So, um, I don't know. Random thought about the Obamas. This but has been okay. the most random goddamn episode ever. I know, dude. I'm so like, sorry. Where, where are we? Like, I know. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not complaining, but, but I feel like it's been good. I just feel like it's so random. Yeah. When it comes to celebrity who I'd really want to meet, <sighs> I, I think I, I've seen him before and I've met him, mm-hmm. but I just want to like, I want to ask him questions without a camera that maybe he talks to me because I'm just curious what their daily life is, what they do, what they take and everything is. I mean, maybe Brad Pitt. I don't know. I've met everyone who I don't. There's no one like out there right now that really excites me. And Brad Pitt's just a star. And I've met him. I've seen him. But I just want to talk to him more. So, uh, like, but I, again, so no I one, think almost I the question who. is not so much me, but, like, who would you just want to have dinner with? Because that, I think, changes it. There's no camera. There's no – it's just like, oh, I just want to, like, pick your brain for a little bit. Yeah, but you want them to also talk shit. You want them to be real. You know? Okay, so I want to have a, a dinner and some drinks. I'd say – And maybe an Adderall. 
Yeah. <laughs> people are like, oh, Adam's definitely on it already. It's like he's already two in. I don't think he needs any more. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I guess it would be Brad Pitt. You know, it's not like any athletes. But like, like would you really get excited gonna... to athletes? Would I get excited for athletes? Yeah. Is there any athlete? Like, do you get excited for athletes? I mean, I feel like John Elway would be big just because I grew up in Colorado with him being like the biggest star on the planet. You know, I think Tom Brady would be really interesting to sit down and Gronk would be really fun to go party with. Um, No, but I, I feel like I'd still lean more towards a celebrity versus an athlete. It's just more of my genre. Um, I'm trying to think who else I would want to really get to know. And I'm not, I don't know. I feel like it'll ruin it for me too. Like I, I, is sitting down and having dinner with Brad Pitt going to ruin it? Like if he's just like a dork. Yeah. No, I, I I could see that. I don't know if he, I I don't, I gotta find, I don't know anybody that's really close to Brad. You know, I heard he's cool, but I want to like find someone who's just very close to him and just not write about it or do any stories about it. It's just like, how is he of a guy? Like, is he cool? Is he that chill? And I uh, just kind of learn more about him. But it's I funny. A lot of people ask me to, to go to dinner with like Howard Stern. Yeah, I used to, you know, I used to work for Howard. So yeah. it was a different type of relationship with Howard. I, I don't he's I, I, the, I worked the there for a little is, bit. The thing is, if they don't respect you, it's not going to be a good dinner. Like there has to be that mutual respect yeah. level for them to be excited to be at dinner with you. If they're not excited to be at dinner with you, like it's going to be dumb. It's going to be yeah. a waste of time. I love to hang out with a celebrity who like, and it's not like I hang out with celebrities a lot or really ever, but there's sometimes I do, but I love to the ones that like are very interested in my work or what I do. And I love to explain it to them because I want them to understand what I do and understand that I'm, I'm trying to be a, as good guy as much as possible. I'm trying to work with them rather than work against them. Um, it's funny because, you know, obviously doing what I do, I cover celebrities, I cover politicians in some way, and the main politicians. I cover socialites, I cover social media stars, and I cover athletes. And people are like, how are the athletes? Athletes are always cool after they retire because they realize their time is up. Yeah. They realize, like, they're not as cool anymore. So they're just, you know, they, they all of a sudden they become the nicest guy in the world. Like, why weren't you that cool when you were playing? And you can't say, I was like, oh, it's focused on the sport. It's like, no, your ego was just so big that everyone cared about you. And then everyone stopped caring about you. And you started to, um, you know, realize that shit. And, um, but I would say this football players uh, are actually pretty cool because they could get away with and people don't notice them with their helmets on. Mm -hmm. So they're actually pretty chill. Basketball players are assholes. Well, yeah, because they can't walk two feet without 10 people coming up to them. True. And they're when actually seven one walking down the street, everyone recognizes you. But you understand something. Like some basketball players are actually really cool. Like Kevin Durant's actually a nice guy. James Harden's actually pretty cool. Steph Curry's a nice guy. But then there's some, I'd say majority, everyone else is such assholes. Like it's such ego mm-hmm. that it's crazy. And baseball players are just like they're like hicks. They're like they're just like <laughs> farmers who are just like, oh man, this is crazy to be here. Like they're cool, but it's uh <laughs> Basketball players are the biggest assholes. And it's funny. You want to know something about basketball players? And I did this story. Um, this is a crazy story. And I talked about this a while ago. You know, I have a lot of inns of the hotels in New York City. Mm-hmm. This is crazy, dude. I, I mean, hopefully our, our audience is not turned off by this. But they're probably like, 
So one thing I um, from talking to a lot of the hotels, they noticed when a visiting team was in New York, mm-hmm. you know, when they're staying at the hotel, that a lot of trannies were hanging around the hotel. Okay. You're like, don't this is like too inside but i'm like no yeah, they noticed like, like where's this going adam they, they noticed like when a, a basketball team a visiting team was in a hotel they would notice a lot of trannies transvestites were in the hotel and when i mean in the hotel they would hang out at the bar they'd be in the lobby and i don't know if they're like they're kind of um trying to be seen or they're there's someone there who's into it but it was just kind of like they're fans of them and trying to see if something's going on just an interesting thing to think about i don't know if they're <laughs> all righty then what a random <laughs> episode dude i don't know why i just told you that but it was just uh, i'm mad at myself but i'm not mad at myself oh, hopefully it's going home all right we what gotta wrap this episode. up because we are about to go um be guests on uh, ryan bailey's podcast so bad it's good with ryan bailey so we gotta wrap that up so that you guys can go listen to us over there um so yeah we're doing a little collab with him today all right thank you guys for listening to us on our wild weird episode today where we started to talk oscars then transitioned into parties then transitioned into trannies i don't know what happened it was (laughs) it was a a weird episode but we're gonna go with it and hopefully you liked it uh if you did like it please leave us a review head on over to itunes find our show page scroll down to the bottom leave a five-star review so we can read it at the top of the show and make sure you are are joining us inside our private facebook group off the record um you gotta ask for permission to be entered we'll we'll grant you if uh if you answer our questions uh, there and uh, come join the party over there, make sure you follow us on social media at Hollywood Raw. We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. There's the YouTube. There's the video version of this. If you want to see us in our backwards hats, looking like a bunch of nerds. And then, uh, yeah, you can follow me at Dex Holt. You can follow Adam at Adam Glenn. And we will see you guys next week or actually later this week. <laughs> Bye. A Huda Media Production.